What's going on guys, your boy Chris here from Magic DCMFC, the go-to destination from everything related to Los Blancos. And thank you for joining me in today's discussion. We are going to be talking about the exhibition match that was Real Madrid 4, Osasuna 0. In the recent years, Osasuna has been a very difficult team to play against. They compete very well against Barcelona, Real Madrid, all the big teams. Osasuna is very tactically sound. Uh, they're energetic. They have a good uh, coach. They're very disciplined on the ball and uh, therefore making it very hard for teams like Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, especially if they get to score first. If they, if you give them the chance for them to go on a low block, it's very difficult to penetrate. But uh, yesterday's game definitely went like nothing I expected. I thought Real Madrid was going to have a way more of a harder time against this Osasuna side because, let's not forget, this was the Copa del Rey rematch. They practically have the same team. I'm not really too sure of their departures and uh, arrivals, but uh, Real Madrid completely dominated a, a game yesterday because we came out with our best starting 11 or almost our best starting 11. Uh, the only difference that I saw was Kroos for Modric. Very happy that Ancelotti did not commit the capital sin again of putting Kroos and Modric in the same lineup. And then obviously this was our first game that we have uh, where we only have one center back available. So Chouamini slots in for the first time ever uh, as center back. And then left back, left full back goes for Lamendi. And in the pivot, we saw Camavinga in the starting uh, pivot role. And then up top, Jose Lu and Vinicius Jr. First and foremost, what I want to say is, Chouamini, what have you done, my friend? You have done yourself a disservice by playing a absolute monstrous of a game as center back in your first start. You're only giving Ancelotti more ammunition uh, for him to play your center back all the time and for Real Madrid, the club, to not go for another center back. So thank you, Chamonix, but no thanks. Uh, but yeah, like with all seriousness, Chamonix, amazing game. His long balls were a, a particular standout in yesterday's game. He was, you know, anticipating very early the plays. He was strong. He was very good in the air, which is a, comes to surprise to no one. But I think this is a good trial for Chamonix when he doesn't get to play center back. I don't know if it's going to happen again. I do think that where he was lacking when you compare Chamonix and Casemiro, Casemiro is to me the best defensive pivot of all time. Like the way he reads the game defensively because Casemiro is not fast. He was able to cover all the gaps where our defense was vulnerable and he was there like, like the flash. And that's because he was his way of reading the game was so, so superb that he was able to be there in those spots. And Chouamini, that's something that he hadn't fully mastered yet, in my opinion. And that's something that comes with age. But I think this little center back clinic might be good for Chouamini's uh, mentality, for his experience, for him to be a better defensive pivot. Because uh, sometimes as a defensive pivot, you have to you have to become a third center back. Playing with him as center back, I think is really good. Uh, Fernandi had a solid game. Fran Garcia did not feature every any single minute, but uh, Fran Garcia will go in the to the international break with Spain, so hopefully he gets some minutes there. I assume he's going to be playing against Braga because that's going to be a very easy match, and then that's going to be between the Sevilla match and the Barcelona match. So we we are going to have to have some heavy rotations uh, in that period. Up top, obviously, Vinicius Jr. Bellingham did absolutely fantastic. Vinicius Jr. looks 10% better each game. I think he's probably hitting at a 85, 90% of his uh, capabilities. And then Jose Lu did pretty well presence in the air. And then obviously the standout, the main man, Jude fucking Bellingham, absolutely annihilated this Osasuna side from the very beginning. I don't know if Osasuna forgot how to play football, 
or they were just too stunned by the, the first early goal from Jude Bellingham where it was an amazing play with Modric, Carvajal, which is still at an amazing level, which I'm very happy to see. Uh, he just did a one-touch pass to Bellingham, Bellingham coming in from the second line and then just scoring like 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 if he was playing FIFA. Oh, sorry, FC24. So amazing goal by Jude Bellingham. I mean, this guy's just a monster. I don't know what to say. I'm getting tired of myself saying it every video, but he nobody expects this. Like this is Cristiano Ronaldo level uh, numbers, Cristiano Ronaldo level performances, mentality. Like this guy is cut from the same cloth as far as I'm concerned. Second goal, Jude Bellingham strikes again. He had an amazing one-two with Fede Valverde. Like no one could. He just did it under underneath the the goalkeeper's legs because why not? Because he's Jude Bellingham. Because he can do whatever he wants, and therefore he did. And it was two-zero. And I don't really remember Osasuna creating any chances before that. I remember them in the past just always creating chances against us. I would have to further analyze what is it about this Real Madrid performance compared to last season where we're getting attacked a lot less. I think as a whole, we're just, we've been getting scored on by very individual mistakes. But as a, as a unit, we're looking a lot more solid. And I think it's because we have completely gotten rid of... Uh, the Modric and Gross in the midfield. And I think last season that was still like the go-to formation. So I think with getting rid of that, uh, Chamonix at an all-time, you know, peak. Bellingham, who is a player that even though he's very creative, usually when you put creative players, you know that they're going to subtract defensively. And so hopefully it compensates with their creativity and you get some results. But Jude Bellingham, I see no drop-off from him attacking to him defending because he's everywhere. And then the third goal came. Uh, it was a amazing steal by Camavinga. And then a through ball pass uh, from Fede Valverde to Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr. with an amazing first touch. And he just transformed himself into Brazilian Ronaldo, took on the goalkeeper and scored. Vinicius Jr. is getting a good run of form. I saw him more uh, involved throughout the game. He's getting more creative. Uh, he has more synergy with the team. He's looking really good. I mean, two goals in two games. I think that's quite solid for Vinicius Jr. And then the last goal was a long ball from Chouameni in the center back to Vinicius Jr. I mean, Chouameni literally threw him a brick. But Vinicius Jr. somehow, he dressed himself as Zinedine Zidane. His first touch when he controlled the ball was amazing. Held the ball like a like an experienced number nine and then gave a through ball to Joselu. And Joselu finally has a clean finish with his feet towards goal and then making it i think five goals for five goals five stars for joselu i might be wrong in that stat but something similar exactly the performance you want to see from real madrid and uh this leads to the mvp of the game which was federico alverde for bellingham not to be the mvp that means federico alverde had just unspeakable performance like this was probably the best game i've seen him ever ever in history i've seen Fede Valverde i like that he's daring himself to make that sexy pass that pass that no one sees that before i saw him too scared to make and i think like like i've alluded to in earlier videos that's because the bellingham attitude is being contagious and Fede Valverde with his passing his defensive capabilities when it comes to running back sealing the ball he's super fast he, his movement off the ball was particularly good today. I think, you know, MVP all around. I mean, all he needed was a goal. Slowly but surely, I think Bellingham, Valverde, and uh, Chamonix are the set midfielders. And then between Kroos, Modric, Camavinga, Ceballos, that's the ones that are going to be rotating. But those three are just unmovable. Like, literally unmovable. Rodrigo came in later in the second half. Uh, you know, he... 
you could tell he's hitting a bad run of form still. He it's just confidence, literally just confidence. And uh, at the end of the game, he had you know he did a post on Instagram saying that you know uh, sometimes th things don't turn out the way you want them, and you know he's getting a lot of support from the crowd and the and the teammates online, but. You know he's still a good player like it's not like he he comes in and he forgets how to tie his shoes he's still performing he's still creating chances he's not putting them in the back of the net unfortunately but you know it is what it is lucas vasquez also featured for danny carvajal giving him some uh very deserved rest he did quite well uh but i diaz came in at the 90th minute i mean fuck, it is what it is he's probably not gonna play until braga game in between barcelona and Sevilla, so I guess we'll see him there. Yeah, guys, overall solid performance. Camavinga as a defensive pivot, I think he did really good. He did, he does have that error in him still where he's making that he's losing the ball very easily when he comes to making a pass. He, he'll do a pass that's so easy and then he'll get intercepted. He still has that in him. He looks better there than he looks as a inside left midfield. I think uh, he's just unlucky to not have consecutive games in that role. If he had 10 games in a row in, in that defensive pivot role, it's game over. He takes that spot for sure because uh, defensively, we saw him steal a lot of balls. He circulates the ball very quickly. So offensively, Osasuna, I don't remember them attacking at all for some reason. I don't know if I'm having, uh, like, I'm, like, blanking out, but I'm just not remembering any offensive anything. Like, no wing, no, like, wingers doing anything. I think they had a one shot from outside the box, and Kepa had a really good save. But other than that, we neutered, neutered uh, Osasuna. So very happy to see how competitive the, uh, the team is performing. And hopefully, you know, this international break, you know, nobody gets injured. Nacho is for sure going to miss the Sevilla and Barcelona game because of the suspension. But hopefully we'll have David Alaba back to to be in that role and just help us, you know, put, you know, put the pieces back where they go. Like Chamonix as, as a defensive pivot. I think uh, we have a very solid squad. The midfield is coming into it, into, into its own. And then when we come back, it's going to be against Sevilla. I don't remember if it's home or away because that makes a big difference. Sevilla is a completely different beast when they play at home. So I definitely want to see this team in the sanchez Juan because that's a very tough venue to play in. It's very, very aggressive. They're very high physical games. And then the Braga game is going to be chill. Then Barcelona, it's going to be, you know, we all got to wake up early to see that game because that's going to be one to watch so guys thank you guys for watching this video hit the like button subscribe make sure to check this out in apple podcast and spotify podcast links down below and see you guys on the next a la madrid